Hello my friend, I am Sam Goldsmith and this is Slay Type A, the podcast for women who slay at some things and suck at others, like choosing peace over perfection and sometimes slipping into the feminine aspect in their relationships. That's right, we are talking all things love today and I'm delighted to be joined by Davy Weiser. She is a love and relationship coach for single women. And she helps them become the best version of themselves that allows them to call forth all the love and um, dreams that they have into their lives. Essentially, her work revolves around enjoying life so much while you're single, uh, getting really on the right track to attract in a wonderful relationship and to keep that relationship once you have it. Her motto is that you can see your true intention by the results that show up in your life and this gives you all the power to start exploring why you are creating things the way that you are and then of course all the power to change it so that you get what you want in terms of relationship with the person that you want. Welcome Davy. Hi Sam, thank you so much for having me. So welcome. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Um, Davey, could you just start by briefly sharing a little bit about your own story and how you arrived at this beautiful message that you're sharing today? Yeah, sure. So um, my name is Davey and actually the full name is Mapren Davey. So that's a spiritual name I was given and it actually means goddess of love. And I was given this name at 13 after um, having been bullied quite a lot, <laughs> I was a little bit lost, like, oh my God, what does this mean? You know, I don't feel like a goddess of love in any way. And um, my mother had always told me that when I was born and I looked at her, I actually taught her to love in that moment, that first moment of connection between our eyes. And I was also like, I, I don't feel that because I grew up also um, in this kind of dual, dual space of um, very normal, very earthy, um, a little bit violent, unfortunately, place with my father's side and with my mother's side, this very open, you are amazing, be who you are, and very spiritual side. So I always had these two sides and more of the, the normal-ish, in quotes, um, side in my life when I was growing up. And this kind of romantic and very innocent archetypes that I have inside myself didn't really, um, couldn't really be received there. So I didn't have any connection with this love goddess that was inside of me. And growing up, then at 21, I started to really do spiritual work and work on my confidence a lot because I had just been totally smashed. And I realized that actually I'm not, um, I have to make a decision. I'm not going to be accepting this kind of mediocrity anymore and say that that's normal, that I have to make lots of compromises. And then also in the area of love. And I feel that there's always these decision points that keep on coming because <laughs> it's, um, it's a journey. And uh, things keep coming up from your conditioning and from my conditioning as well. So I keep having to redecide. And the most recent huge uh, decision point for me to really go for my fulfilled life is that I was in a very unsatisfying three-year relationship and he was a real sweetheart, but he was totally not my man. 
And that was a huge wake-up call for me to just go for amazing in every aspect of my life. And also not for perfection, but for fulfillment. And, and that's where I started to then devote myself more. Um, I give massages already since a long time. And that was really a way for me to really give love and relaxation to people. And then I also started to, to go more deep into inner work with being with, with people, sorry, with my love coaching work and started doing um, coaching educations and things like that as well, because I really realized that that's how I want to live my name basically and spread love around the world and more peace when, because when relationships are fulfilled, our life is fulfilled and more peaceful. And that's also what my aim is to create more love and peace in the world through having more loving and peaceful relationships. Mm, I love that. And it just reminds me about so many wonderful spiritual teachers that talk about um, relationship being the forum or the vehicle for which we get to know ourselves more deeply as well which is beautiful mm. Mm. um davy i love that the central focus of your work really revolves around this concept of loving yourself first and then calling forth or calling in the love that you're looking for romantically in your life and this sounds really simple but it's actually quite challenging so I'm interested to hear how you begin to explore the depth of genuine love a woman holds for herself Mm. yeah it is a challenge for a lot of people because it is so not taught in our society as we grow up for most people anyway that that that's actually natural to us so I find that Um, to make these kind of changes it's always really good to stay motivated to actually know why am I doing this you know what are the consequences of me not loving myself in my relationships and what are the consequences of my life in general and yeah as I said before really the quality of our relationships really determines the quality and level of fulfillment in our lives and that can be any relationships you can basically break down anything to relationship at work with your family with your friends and with your lover so there's so many possible consequences I'm just going to say a few here to just get you thinking like oh my god um, this is actually a symptom of me not loving myself enough so it's very individual but it could be thing that you're not going for the things that your heart desires um, in this case, that would be going for amazing love. You might be in hiding, not dating. You might be dating safe options where you don't really have to risk anything. Um, you might be constantly giving up on love and not exploring what your heart really wants because that's super important to actually then be fulfilled. So it's a really a commitment to getting to know yourself from this loving place. And um, a lot of people avoid themselves, yeah, me included for a long time. And still sometimes I find myself avoiding feeling my feelings or things like that. So it's really um, not a place where I think you can ever reach perfection because life always brings up challenges. So it could also be that you might be settling for unfulfilling options, settling even for bad relationships with men that are really unhealthy for you and not staying true to your heart's desire. So once you discover your heart's desire, it's another job even to really stay the course and really go for 
that because you honor yourself and you love yourself enough to say this and nothing less. Mm. Uh, this really leaves it open to more. Yeah. So you're like, okay, I want this and nothing less. And of course the universe can always deliver more to you because um, of course it has a lot more possibility than we can even fathom to fulfill our dreams and even surpass them a lot. So yeah, many women have deep issues of feeling unworthy of amazing love or even incapable of being the kind of partner in a relationship that an amazing man would be looking for. Maybe because they have failed before, they didn't have any good examples. So all these feelings and all these ways of being are really signs of not loving yourself enough. And now you might be really realizing what it's actually causing in your life or what it has caused in your life. So the first step to loving yourself, in, in my opinion, of course, I think there's many different ways to go about it, but it's actually to grant yourself permission first to really honor your awesomeness and stick by yourself. Also in tough times when you feel you messed up, you know, it's not only about loving yourself when you're feeling that you're perfect or that you're doing really great, but also to really stick with yourself and with loving yourself also when you feel that you messed something up. Mm. And in my eyes, this love is really the only unconditional love you will ever experience. And mm. because there's always a condition with other people and it might be like really extreme conditions that would make them distance themselves from you, but they are certainly there, you know, a, a level of respect. And um, if you hurt somebody uh, too much at some point, or maybe one of their family members or something, there's always something that can make them stop loving you in a sense or stop wanting to be with you. So I find the only unconditional love you can ever really have is really the love of yourself. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. And um, Davy, throughout your work, you speak a lot about helping women to foster more acceptance for themselves or, and, or of themselves and specifically about accepting things like that it's okay for them to actually want to have love in their lives or it's okay for them to want to be married what are some of the most common um, aspects that you see showing up in your work around women um, experiencing issues, like you said, with maybe fear of failure or um, guilt, shame arising? And how's that showing up in the consultations and the work that you do with women? Mm. So um, I feel there's two main areas of shame around being single that again have to do a lot with our society as well and the one is that <laughs> you feel stuck because you're ashamed because before being single actually was like a risk of death or a risk of being an outcast because i don't know i think even as recently as in the 70s um, when things started to be a little bit more liberal for women but um, it was still not considered normal or acceptable really for a woman to remain single in her life or also to wait a little bit longer to find a man or not want one at all. So really unmarried women were outcasts from villages especially back then, but even earlier it was really 
not okay to not be married. So I think that there's a lot of shame still around that. And I felt that myself as well. Like when I was 26, I was single once for three years. And everybody was always like, what's wrong? You know, why are you single? And as if it was a huge problem that I had to solve. And it's just not that, <laughs> you know, we're totally fine being single also. And uh, it's this assumption that it's a sad place for you to be without a man. And uh, yeah, it really doesn't have to be at all. And another shame is that um, fearing to seem desperate or needy when you want to be in a loving relationship. So actually this, this step of outing yourself to be looking for love is a huge hurdle for many women. And that was for me a hurdle also. And this can also show again itself in that you never date or that you do it with dread, which is not a really good energy to have when you want to accomplish anything. Uh, I'm sure when you study or when you don't do your business and you don't always tackle the tasks with dread because um yeah that doesn't make it very much fun a and b and um, it usually doesn't get you the results that you desire and you never ask your friends or your family to just suggest possible men i feel that they really know you best so actually they would be really well suited to find you possible matches but you don't actually tell them you're like no no i'm fine you know I don't, don't set me up don't do that <laughs> you know i'm embarrassed for these kind of things and it can also show itself in smaller things like walking around with this kind of cold mask on that people are just not daring to approach you at all or you never flirt with men when you're out and about. And yeah, it's a huge issue of shame of not wanting to openly look for love. Mm. So that can stop you in your tracks. Yeah. Can I just ask you a little bit more about that walking around with that mask or that aloofness? I know that's a common thing that women in our community have shared um, being a successful woman and being very driven and focused that they sometimes can occur to other people as aloof or very um, closed down because they're focused on, on one thing. Are there any po positive activities or actions that you could suggest for women to be able to easily just drop that? Um, for that facade while they're out in public or in areas where they might be meeting potential partners? Mm -hmm. um, what I, I used to do that as well, um, especially when I was in bigger cities. When I was in smaller places, I didn't feel that need so much, but in bigger cities, I kind of felt overwhelmed. And I also had this attitude of don't you dare approach me. So that is something that... Um, you would need to look at where's this face coming from is it really coming from because you're just busy doing something else in your head or is it really a protection for you you know do you have that need that feeling i need to protect myself i don't want to be approached or would you like to be approached by a dream man <laughs> yeah yeah and you can always still I find it really good even to have this protective mask and this protective energy also around yourself because we need it sometimes. I mean, we can see by how many women are being abused or harassed also that it's really, really useful to have this air of don't you dare around us. But um, it's practicing putting it off and putting it on when you want to. So it really becomes a conscious choice for you that you can make rather than your default way of being. 
Mm. And it could be also listening to music while you're out and about, like happy music <laughs> that makes you smile or even thinking of an experience that really made you very happy and very open and just feeling the feelings in your body that you had when you had that experience. Yes, I love that. <laughs> having those feelings in you, yeah. Great. Um, Davy. in our community, we are all about bringing about a deeper sense of peace and releasing resistance. And so many of the successful high achieving women who resonate with this work have a tendency to apply their type A tendencies, example, drive, control, speed, wanting to be the best, wanting to do it quicker, um, those kind of things, applying that to their relationships as well. Do you have any thoughts on how we can cultivate more spaciousness around that in our relationships and um, kind of not allow that driven behaviour to infiltrate into those romantic relationships as well? Mm -hmm. Yes, I feel that even this, um, this kind of behaviour often comes also from a place of fear in the love relationship department because we have made experiences of manifesting and making things the way we want them in our professional life, for example, with this behavior, that we want this kind of certainty of the outcome with love as well. <laughs> yes, but love is a risky thing. There is nothing to really be controlled. And this fear is a little bit like an antidote to love. So the two concepts that um, I love implementing myself and also with my clients is to really do as much as I can in manifesting what I want or um, changing the relationship the way I want it to, you know, if I want to work on myself so I can be more in connection, for example. But then also to have this place of letting go and letting God. Now, I don't know if um, you women are believers of God or the divine or the universe or existence or not, but it's just this kind of super trusting attitude that life has your back, basically. So you can apply this um, whenever. So it's a lot of doing, but then to find the balance. And that is then the second concept also, to really be in touch with your feminine side. And that side is more of a receiver than a doer. And to find the balance, because our society nowadays is so, or not nowadays, the last 6,000 6, years, it is so focused on the masculine side of things that it is so difficult to to actually be in touch with your feminine consistently i find even for me i'm a very feminine person <laughs> so i get um, into this super masculine drive and do and do and i have to achieve and i have to get this and i have to do that and i have to be like this so it's very um like a muscle that you can train to really lean back and relax and remain open and trust that the absolute right thing will come to me. And that might not immediately be the amazing man. It might be something that I have to learn first or something like that. So it's really trusting, okay, this is what is meant to come to me right now. Yeah. And that's that you don't do. Yeah. It's like I can't just sit back and not do anything. And, and sorry, <laughs> this balance 
it's always like, okay, I have to achieve the balance, perfect balance, and then stay there. And if you ever watch a scale coming into balance, it's not like that. It's very wonky, you know, once it's totally on this side, then it's on that side, and then it kind of starts to even out, and then something happens, and it starts to wonk again. So balance is not like a static thing that you achieve. Like once, sometimes you're a bit more on this side, and other times you're more on the masculine side, other times more on the feminine side. And it's also really about being able to choose what to do when, how to be when. Yeah, so that's such a great segue into the next question that I wanted to ask you because I am interested in hearing your thoughts about um, slipping into that feminine side and maintaining the polarity in relationships. So whether it's getting into the relationship and maybe that's easy at the beginning of the relationship, but once you've been together for a while, those power plays or those um, relationship variants can change and how can we well one actually could you explain why polarity is important in relationships and then two how can we work within our relationships to maintain that so that all of those wonderful um, desirable things that we want from the relationship stay really active mm -hmm. so I think polarity is super important because it's kind of like a dance, like as if life was this kind of dance and it's never static. So you want to move always from one thing to the other or it just gets plain boring. Yeah, if you're always stuck in one kind of way of being or one kind of connection with a person, it gets stale, kind of, it's not so alive anymore. So this polarity and this um, moving around together from different ways of being with each other keeps it interesting it also keeps you discovering different things about each other and different things um, within yourself and the relationship and that's why i find it is so key to kind of keep it alive yeah that you can move in different directions with each other you can have a huge laugh with each other and cry tears of happiness from your laugh cramp or you can be still with each other and dive into deep connection for hours just being silent if that's your thing or you can go on hikes or you can cuddle on the couch you can have sex or you can talk business yeah so it's really these kind of different variants that keep the relationship alive and for the second part um to keep this polarity alive i find it's really important underlying that that you have this attitude of never taking the other person for granted never taking the relationship for granted and never to stop wanting to grow in love not with force but really with love you know to just want to keep expanding together and that attitude should underlie any kind of action that you take for the relationship so it's kind of a lifelong mission to know yourself more so the communication with the other can be more clear and more loving also. And the self-exploration for me always comes from a place of self-love or it should do anyway, <laughs> which also gives the other person permission to love you more. And this is kind of the opposite of a vicious circle. It's a really beautiful circle once you start to permit yourself to love yourself more again. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Um, 
Davey, that's the final question that I have to share with my tribe um, and you today. I thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your beautiful message. I just wanted to finish by asking if there was any final messages or anything that you would like to share with the listeners. Yes, I find, um, thank you. I find it so important when you go on this journey or if you're exploring yourself, working on yourself at all, to really be super patient with yourself and super loving with yourself in this work. Because if you just think about it, how many years, for example, have you now been with a masculine tendency and how much is that whole masculinity energy being supported by the world? So to just be super kind to yourself if you slip or if you mess up and just to say kind of like, oops, okay, I messed up again and I'll try again. A little bit like, I love this analogy also for myself of a baby learning to walk, you know, it's doing that for years and it's having all kinds of stages. So first stage, even being able to turn around from its back to its belly and from its belly to its back. And then actually walking and falling over loads and all those things. And the baby maybe cries a little bit sometimes and that's fine if you also cry a little bit sometimes. But then it just keeps going, you know. It's like, oops, I slipped up again. Let me start over right now. Mm. That kind of attitude is very key. I love that. And so important for not just love relationships but all aspects of our lives. Thank you so much. Davey and I'm going to share your social media handles and your website addresses and things like that in the text of this podcast and also uh, it will be up on my blog listeners don't forget that uh, Davey is a personal coach and she's available for coaching sessions and uh, has her own workshops and courses running so check out her website for more details about that as always I will be receiving my special secret source um, information from my podcast guests after the tape stop rolling that info will come out for your ears only if you are part of my tribe receiving my personal newsletters uh, every tuesday if you're not already on that list please jump on my website at www.samanthagoldsmith.com download a free copy of my latest ebook and get yourself on that list Thank you, my friends, for tuning in. I am granting you full permission to go out there and be your unique, wonderful selves and absolutely namaste the shit out of anything that you want in your world right now. And I thank you so much again, Davey, and we'll talk to you soon. You're so welcome. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.